think editorializing on interesting facts is sort of like the gist of it. What does factual even mean anyway? I mean, it certainly means different <laughs> okay, things I to different people. Record. Okay, I clicked record. Okay, take two. Welcome to Feature Creep, <laughs> colon. Built-in microwave. Semicolon. Semicolon. Short. Exceptional um, mouse. Exceptional mouse, a.k.a. internet famous in Ireland, maybe. Yeah, no, we're definitely internet famous in Ireland because we got an email that tells us so. Oh, right. The email told us how famous we are. We are ranked. We are we are ranked way high. In way Ireland high. Yes. In the category of design podcasts. We are ranked 59th. But what they don't tell you is how many total podcasts there are in the design category in Ireland. To, to begin, begin with. with. Yes. And I was like probably 59. Right. Uh, it's some weird marketing email we just got, which is why it's even relevant. A week from now, we would have completely forgotten about it. Right. Yeah, like 29 <laughs> minutes ago. So, 29 minutes ago, some stranger on the internet told me that we were famous in Ireland. <laughs> it did occur to me that um, like one way we might get famous would be, or or we might get a lot of listen- listens would be someone who's trying to learn English and also pick up like an American accent. Oh yeah. That's good. Cause you have the West coast accent. And if, if I am not conscious of it, I'll usually slip into like Fargo. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so there's going to be a snowstorm today. It's the 29th of December. And uh, the weather outside is, Typical, frightful. I guess. Frightful. Yeah. It took a little while for us to get snow, but now we're getting it lots. Um, in the fall, when it was cold outside, but it hadn't snowed yet, a, a family of mice moved into my house, and my cat, my vicious, murderous death machine of a cat, mm-hmm. decimated their numbers until there was only one. And that took... I don't know, maybe like a month or so for him to catch them all. Mm-hmm. I found, like, I found, I found mice. We found mice in the house, like dead mice that uh-huh. he like chomped through and like killed, mm-hmm. um, but didn't eat. And then I've also found the uneaten parts of mice in my house. Um, I found Grim. one little mouse. Yeah, I found one little mouse head sitting in the middle of the kitchen floor, <laughs> just like it was sleeping. Uh huh. Oh, head. poor guy. Oh, it's terrible. But I, you know, I didn't kill them. It's they moved into a house with a cat. I can't really do anything about it because I couldn't figure out where they were. And him eating them is probably more humane than a trap, honestly, because mm. um, it's quicker. So uh, and he doesn't he, some cats like to play around with animals that they find. Mm-hmm. Um, my cat just destroys them. Just so immediately quick yeah he doesn't like mess around with them so i kind of was like well that must be all the mice and you can tell with mice how many there are to some extent because of how much evidence they leave behind like if they're getting into your stuff now i am like an obsessively clean person put that out there first so there's not a lot of stuff around for mice to just get their little feetsies on and eat in Mm -hmm. their little faces other than warmth i mean you have warmth in your house i do have warmth right but there's not there's not an abundance of food here for mice most everything is kept in the fridge or it's up in high cabinets that they can't possibly reach so um there's no food just hanging around I did realize that before my cat was determined to be diabetic, that 
at least on one occasion, the mice were brave enough to come out to his kibble bowl and steal kibble. And I think this is where the killing began. Oh, geez. Because my cat is deaf, so he can't hear them. Yeah. So if he doesn't put eyes on them, they can be in the same room with him and he will not know it. But if he sees them, it is over. And so uh, I think what happened is that they probably were coming out to get food out of his food bowl when he was still on dry food before we put him on wet food, which they do not eat. Um, I mean, I suppose a mouse could, but I would be shocked and amazed if a mouse ate like ground up chicken cat food. It just seems unlikely. So the the mice like ventured out in order to get some of the kibble. And I think that's where the cat caught them. And so at that point, he started jealously guarding his food bowl at night. Mm-hmm. He would put himself in between the food bowl and the oven, which is the gas line that comes out of the basement to the main floor to run to the to the stove, I think is where they are like getting in and out. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like in and out of the kitchen. Um, so if they can make it back to underneath the stove and get back against the wall, they're either in the wall or in the basement. But I didn't see really evidence of them in the basement either. So in the meantime, in the intervening two months, we've done like lots and lots of work on the house and cleaned a bunch of stuff. And there are definitely no mice in most places in the house. There is, however, one mouse left in the kitchen. And I know this because occasionally on the countertop that sits adjacent to the stove, I will find like a little mouse poop. (laughs) So at this point, because I can't figure out where this mouse lives in the house and... um, yeah. Because it's only the one mouse. It is definitely only one mouse now. There is no more than one mouse in this house. Yeah. Um, I just get up in the morning and before I make breakfast, I sterilize the countertops and the stove, the stovetop. Like, yeah. no big deal. It doesn't take me more than a few seconds. Um, and I started doing this out of necessity because I couldn't be sure whether mice had been on or on the countertops or not. Because if, if they don't leave a poop behind, you don't know where they've been. Um, but I know in my kitchen because of its geometry where they can get to. And so I just clean those places prophylactically. Yeah. Right, right. So the thing about this is, so we were talking like, what are we going to do? We got this one mouse that keeps hanging around. And we knew that there was a mouse left behind because um, one day I made the mistake of leaving a brand new loaf of bread on the countertop next to the stove. And then we went to bed and I got up the next day and the mouse had tunneled into the bread. Like a little mouse in mousy heaven. He had like bitten through the plastic bag and just went headfirst through the loaf of bread in a tunnel. It was really cute. Yeah. Also annoying because we had to throw away the bread. Because <laughs> uh, um, they are like disease vectors. Like. Uh-huh. Yeah. So uh, I'm taking all of the necessary like sanitation procedures and precautions. Um, But I, Damon was like, well, what are we going to do about this mouse? And I was like, do we have to do anything? Like seriously we're always complaining about the fact that all around us in life we see evidence that the the nail that sticks its head up gets the hammer right it gets hammered down and if you're good you're celebrated to some extent but if you're excellent you're an oddity and it can work against you and people will like smash you for it and so i was like this mouse has somehow figured out how to avoid the killing machine that decimated his entire family or yeah. hers. Yeah. Uh, and has figured out exactly where in the kitchen this cat is totally unaware of its existence. And that's where the mouse sticks to. Like, it figured it out. It saw, it cracked the case. The mouse 
is a mouse genius. The mouse is exceptional. I refuse to punish exceptionalism, right? Right. This is exactly the type of mouse you want living with you. It's really smart. And it's like a survivor. This (laughs) describes everybody else in this house. Like, Uh we can't turn this mouse away. Also, at this point, there's nowhere else for the mouse to go. Like, it's freezing fucking cold outside. I was like, I'm not going to... I'm not going to catch the mouse and put it outside because yeah. it's either going to come right back in right, or it's going to die. Yeah. And I am i don't want to kill it. And uh, so we were like toying around with the idea of um, cleaning out our big fish tank that's not in use and building him like a super fun mousy habitat that he could live in. Oh, so like sort of an, like... A, like a pet. Domesticating a, 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 a mouse. It's a 115 a gallon tank and the mouse probably doesn't weigh more than two ounces. So I think it would be like... Totally I mean, I, I guess I, I guess I would be remiss not to point out the disease vector issues. Uh, yes. Okay. So also that, right? Yes. So anyway, I've been cleaning the house and I don't really want to put the mouse in a cage of any kind because then he can't express his mouseness. Right. Because expressing his mouseness is exactly what he's doing right now. Or yeah. She. Yeah. And so uh, I didn't see any evidence of the mouse. Like, do you remember when I told you and Dana that like I had made up a new word and it was the the word that's a combination of like adorable and disgusting at the same time or whatever it was. Yes. And that's like yeah. the reason I came up with it because it's really cute when you see tiny 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 little mouse footprints on the super shiny surface of your stove but it's also really revolting yeah so like i just clean everything really really good every morning and i like cleaning so that's fine yes yeah so yeah we're not going to keep it as a pet i was just going to keep it in a tank we were thinking to keep it away from the cat and then we would remit him to the outdoors when it became warm enough out in the springtime that he could live outside because the mice didn't live in the house until it got unbearable outside and the mice i don't think are going to choose to live in a house with a cat when they can live outside when it's nicer out so my whole thinking here is that eventually the mouse and our household will part ways and the mouse will move back to wherever the mouse was before the mouse took up residence in our house, someplace away from a cat where there's readable food sources available, which is outside of my house. In the meantime, I wasn't sure. I hadn't seen any mouse footprints and I hadn't seen any poop. And I was like, oh my God, all this talk of like being unwilling to kill this mouse, what if I've accidentally starved him? Because I'm such a neat freak. Like there's no fucking food around for this mouse to eat. And well, I was like, oh my God, I've killed the mouse. Right? Uh-huh. Yeah. I have not killed the mouse. The mouse is still with us. I left six Cheerios in the under drawer of the stove where I never keep pots and pans because why would you keep pots and pans in an open drawer at floor level in your kitchen? It's fucking disgusting. Don't do that. Don't use that drawer for anything that you put food on. It's a terrible place to store stuff. Right. Except it's not a terrible place to put Cheerios for a mouse if you want to see if the mouse is still with you. Because the cat can't open the drawer under the stove, so it's a totally enclosed space where the mouse can eat the Cheerios and not be disturbed by the cat. And so the next morning I came down and I looked and all the Cheerios were gone. Well, um... I have a mouse. You do have, have a mouse. exceptional mouse. So- and, <laughs> and so last night I put more Cheerios out and the Cheerios are gone again. Because of the exceptional mouse? Because of the exceptional mouse. Who left me a mouse poop? So I know it was a mouse. It I mouse. I think that um, this is just off the cuff based on this conversation we're having right now. I think you should <laughs> um, order a hantavirus test kit. Okay. Um, you should collect one of the poops and yes. test it. 
and if it's negative, then you should usher him into your um into your habitat that you want to build. Otherwise, if it's positive, then you have a problem. Yeah, I don't want to die of a hemorrhagic fever. Yeah, and so I think that um where do I get a hantavirus test kit? So, Is hantavirus the only pathogen that I need to be worried about here? No, but it's the only one that is that like... That can kill me. Yeah, it's the only one that's like a super common... Well, much more common, and it's the one to worry about as far as I can tell. Um, so... I think you can get... I'm a little you probably have to do a little research because I, I'm not going to do that while we're on the podcast because, you know, people, you know, no one waste people's time. But um, it looks like you can get them. Um, and some of them are to test your own antibodies, as in, like, do you have it, which I don't think is the way where you, where you want to start. There's also some other ones where I think there's probably something where you can basically send off a sample of the poop somewhere um, <laughs> and get it. You might even be able to get it done for free. So, um they're going to write back and be like, first of all, this mouse doesn't have haunted virus. Second of all, this is an exceptional mouse. Do you know what we found in this mouse poop? No doubt. If you get that, if you get that certification, you should definitely put it on the side of the <laughs> tank. And then you can charge admission, set a webcam up and you can do like a, um, you know, like, uh, well, our friend G spot would probably argue that you should do a, uh, fans only web page. Webpage. Yeah. Um, or whatever that's called. Is it fans only? You know, whatever those uh I don't know because I've never actually seen one. No, I don't. I, I know some of my friends do them and and then G Spot several times texted me to say that I should do it for my feet. So um she's for like, Yo, clean up. People are into feet. Um well, well I want to do it for my feet. Right. Um anyway. They're exactly the same as your feet. <laughs> they're exactly the same size exactly the same everything i that's weird how much we don't share shoes considering how often we have the same I know. like you know anyway i mean i think we have, we the, have same, the exact same taste in shoes even all right the same taste in footwear everything um <laughs> well anyway exceptional mouse that's pretty cool uh i don't know if I have anything to add to that um <laughs> it does Hard make me it does make me think about when i lived in hawaii um <laughs> There were geckos that would just yes. live. They'd just come in everywhere. They were all over the place. They'd like hang out on the screen door. And um, and you could catch them and like tickle their little chin. And they'd kind of like play dead. <gasps> and then... <laughs> um, but they were they were fairly like... Well, for, first of all, they're small lizards. So they're not... They don't have a lot of capacity to harm you, but also they were just, they're mostly interested in eating mosquitoes and things. So they were, they were great to have around. Um, But those you didn't need to domesticate because they were perfectly content to be in or out of the house. They just wanted to go where the bugs were. So, Hmm. Um, yeah, we don't have, we've never had any other problems in this particular house. Like in the, the house I, the duplex that I owned before this house. Yeah. uh, There were, issues with very very large spiders and centipedes that would get into mm. like life struggles in the house like you'd be sitting in the living room and like something would catch your eye and you'd look over and like a giant centipede is fighting a giant spider for survival and you're like what is going on Uh (laughs) uh-huh right this is 
unacceptable. So um, I used an exterminator when I lived there because I was like, I can't, I can't live with this. I have never had anything like that since. I've never had any kind of like ants or roach problems. I've never, I've never even had a roach in my house in the, in any of the places I've lived. Actually, the first time I ever saw one was in San Francisco on a dinner table. Oh wow, I. I generally don't have roach problems either in any places I've lived. I think one place I had a little bit of a roach problem, but um, typically, and one place I had, there were ants, which were really, really just difficult to take care of, but, or uh, to, the, to manage, but. Yeah, ants are, I, ants fascinate me because um, I feel like they're kind of, I feel like ants are kind of like this little feedback loop where if you can get their attention and put some food out for them someplace where they're trying to get to it in your house. You can sometimes distract them. Mm -hmm. Like you have to provide for them at that point and be like, here, check this out over here. It's even better. But then all of a sudden they're like the news spreads and then ants go to the new place. Yeah. Yeah. They're time to fix their problem. They are, um, their ant colonies are just fascinating how they, how they work and the way ants work and the way they like communicate with each other and, yeah, yeah, it's pretty amazing. We should do some story about ants. Yeah, that'd be fun. Um, we should do stories about ants. Um, yeah, so I don't know. Uh, I'll either die of hantavirus or not during COVID. Who knows? Yeah, who knows, right? I, I mean, mean, that would be really funny. It like, would be hilarious. Getting... The schadenfreude of that, right? I mean, that's not that's not right. Is it irony? I think it would be irony. Yes. Which It'd be schadenfreude factors, for me based on factors my... Factors heavily into schadenfreude. Yeah. Well, I was going to say it'd be schadenfreude for me based on my my great hatred and dislike of your existence. So, Right. Yeah. Ha-ha! Oh. You died from hemorrhagic fever. Right. I remember there was like a hantavirus outbreak when we were staying in Yosemite one time. Yeah. Yeah. When I was living in Yosemite, um, the hantavirus was a big deal. Um, and having to deal with the mice there was was really tough. Um because they were the the main vector, so yeah. So yeah, I don't know. I'll test his poop, I guess. Yeah, test his poop. You never know. Might I was be... just like, I kind of feel like the house has become this like life raft through the winter, and now all four of us are on it. Yes. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. I think. Um, anyway, <laughs> I think that's pretty fun. Okay. Uh... <laughs> you have to tell me if you think this is crazy. Yeah. Oh, and and the way you can do that is you can write in and send us an email. You can send an email to um, Dana at fcbm.io. That's D-A-N-A at fcbm.io. And you can send us an email. We've had a few emails from listeners and the more we get, the funner it is. And we'll try and, you know, she'll she'll get you sorted out. And so if you have opinions, just send them to her and she'll she'll let us know and we'll get them on the podcast or or we'll disagree with you wholeheartedly. Um, right. I do think it's crazy. <laughs> no question. If you're asking me personally, I think it's crazy. Yeah. Um, but also, you know, so is everything else. So, you know, it's all relative. Yeah. Uh, well, like people always seem so amazed when they have an interaction with another creature yeah. in their space that isn't like negative yeah Uh, and and even beyond that it's like if you have an exceptional relationship of some kind with another animal like my cat chuck yeah or just like even even like the little mouse that lives in your house it's 
I don't know, you're creative problem solving here. Like there's right. a thing, it is alive, it should stay alive yeah. because it wants to. And so I'm not going to do anything to like upset that. And he can stay in his little space and I'll stay in my space. Like he doesn't come right. out anywhere. Right. I've never seen him. I have no idea how big he or she, I, I presume it's not, for some reason I presumed it was not a she because there haven't been more mice showing up you know what right, i mean like there's right. not it so i presumed that be, there, we lacked whichever mouse is here lacked the necessary re- reproductive capability to continue making mice right so you've got a, a loner yeah i've got a lone mouse yeah well um yeah anyway write in let us know uh you'll be listening to this mouse. in the new year so happy like new year my mouse. yeah my mouse is exceptional your exceptional mouse um yeah so that's the exceptional mouse so thanks for listening and uh we'll 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 have more for you later okay bye okay bye have a good new year bye